This is Parrot Talk. Brought to you by Restoring the Faith Media. Restoringthefaith.com Good morning. It is the 21st day of the ninth month of the year of our Lord, 2023. And you are listening to your favorite 10 a.m. Central Standard Time show here on the Crusade Channel, live talk radio the way it should be. I am your host, Mike Parrot, host Parrot Talk every single day from the heart of America. And today is the day, ladies and gentlemen, that you are going to meet all of my alter egos. I will be having conversations with experts from around the world. Normally, we do around the world on Fridays. We go across the flat plain from the ice wall inward on Fridays, but we're this is a special Thursday edition where we're going to we're going to be reaching out to experts in various fields from various geographies, leveraging the skills, talents, and points of view from Asia, Europe, possibly even Africa. And Donald J. Trump himself, the 45th president of these United States joins the show and gets interviewed. No, I'm not kidding. The 45th president of the United States, Mr. Trump, joins us. I Actually, Mr. President, could you just say hi to the audience for a second? Mike, thank you so much for having me on today, okay? Frankly, I'm, 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 I'm so excited to be here with you and your listeners. I can't tell you how much I'm excited about it. Okay. I, I'm the excited one, Mr. President. I the fact that you would condescend to come onto the to the crusade. Now, listen. I know that our ratings are growing. I know that Parrot Talk is eventually going to be the flagship show here. But the fact that you would even come onto my show, I, I got to tell you, Mr. President, it's it's pretty pretty big deal. I tell you what, Mike, your ratings are going to go through the roof now that I'm on your show. If okay. anybody knows about ratings, Mr. President. It's you. I know everything about ratings, okay? I, I know I have the best ratings. You I have do. the best ratings in history. Okay? You, you do have the best ratings in history. In fact, Mr. President, I want to react to uh, Boomer Fox News. They just did power rankings, 2024 presidential election. Since you're here, I know you got to go. We're, you're on a tight schedule. Mr. Trump, here with us live here on the Crusade Channel, live talk radio the way it should be. DeSantis, Ron DeSantis, he's the lead challenger to you right now, but you're still the clear front runner. Uh, Ronnie boy, you know, I made that guy. You did. I did. You rubbed his back and everything. Well, he rubbed my back, okay? <laughs> okay. Let's be real. <laughs> what do you think of Ron DeSantis attacking you on the pro-life thing? Do you think he's really that much more pro-life than you are? Listen, Mike, no one is as pro-life as I am, okay? Let's, I, I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed in Ron, okay? No one is as, as people, I, you know, people are saying this, everybody's saying it, everybody knows that no one is as pro-life as me, okay? But, well, to, to, but Your Excellency, Mr. President, I don't know what to call you, uh, Your Grace, you're not that pro-life, though. You 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 said that a federal ban on uh, 16-week abortions would not necessarily be a good idea. You just said that on live TV like two days ago. Okay, Mike. What you see on live TV, you can't always trust, okay? I see. I see. So do, do you care to clarify your opinion on abortion here on the Crusade Channel? My opinion on abortion is that it's a terrible, terrible thing, okay? 
Nobody wants it, <laughs> frankly. But it kind of seems like you want it a little bit. Wouldn't you like to abort Rhonda Sanctimonious? Okay, I, you know, if, if we're talking about Ron, I don't know. We, we could talk about that, but um, we'll see. We'll see what we think. Let's go to the Fox News power rankings. So uh, the number one challenger to you is probably Rhonda Sanctimonious. I know you don't like him. Uh, he's considered on Fox News to be one of the populists. The other populist, so-called, is Vivek Ramaswamy. Uh, what do you think about VeggieTales? You know, I call him VeggieTales Viva. You, I know you're a longtime listener to this show, but in case I need to catch you up, Mr. President, I call him VeggieTales Viva because he's a vegan and he's very proud of being a vegan. And the reason why he's a vegan is because I, I, I think it has something to do with the fact that he's Hindu. He claims to be a Christian. I don't know what's going on with him. I don't trust anyone who doesn't eat meat. You, Mr. President, you eat Big Macs. I eat all the Big Macs, Mac. Big Macs is my shtick, okay? And someone who doesn't eat meat, they just, they'll never understand the American population, okay? We're a country of meat eaters. We are a country of meat eaters. Do you order the fries and do you get a Diet Coke to sort of balance out the, the calorie count or do you just go all in and get the regular Coke? Oh, I go all in, okay? When I'm going in, I go all in. Everybody knows it. I do nothing in half measures, Mike. Yes, yeah, well, that's true. Nikki Haley, Mike Pence, and Rick Scott combined only get 11% of the vote. Rick Scott is down two points. He's a senator. He's, he's, a, he's a black senator from South Carolina. Uh, you, you know, he has done nothing whatsoever on this campaign besides fail. What do you think about Tim Scott? He did endorse you at one point. I tell you what, Mike, there's a reason that the three of them combined get 11%. It's because they're a bunch of wussies, okay? <laughs> they're weak. Weak. Is anybody is anybody in the field not weak? Is, is, is Nikki Haley weak? Nikki Haley is the definition of weak, okay? It's, uh, is that because she's a woman? Frankly, I don't want to make a comment on that. Okay? <laughs> I didn't think you would. I was trying to trap you, Mr. President, but you are the smarter uh, of the two here, and you you sidestepped that one. Uh, what do you What do you think about uh, Ramaswamy's rise? He's come from nowhere. He's this little thirty eight year old twerp uh, who. I don't know, seems like he has some relationship with the New World Order agenda, with the World Economic Forum. He claims he doesn't have any uh, any World Economic Forum relationship. That's dubious. He did take the Soros money, it looks like, Soros scholarship, even when he was already a millionaire so that he could go you know, get another uh, degree. I, I just don't know. He's very polished. He's sort of like Marco Rubio, where he's like a robot. I have to say, I don't trust a man who smiles as much as that man smiles. He's happy. He's got a very polished veneer. <laughs> he's got he got he's got very white teeth, but his teeth contrast with his pigmentation a little bit too. So they look whiter than they actually are. Slightly. Would Slight, you say that? Slightly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Your teeth, however, are your teeth all natural? Are they real? Oh yes. Uh, all natural. No one has teeth as natural as my teeth, Mike. What about your hair? Is your hair real? My hair is 100% real. Okay. 100%. Okay. 
Thank you for joining us, Mr. President. It's been an honor. I, I wish I could have asked you the tough questions. We did get through the pro-life stuff. Uh, final question for uh, President Trump before he goes. We got a lot of other experts to get to. No offense, Mr. President, but you, you, you got to get out of here. Uh, how are you going to end the war in, in, in Ukraine? Quickly. The war, the war will be over before I, before I take the oath. Okay. Very Reagan-esque. All right, Mr. President, thank you so much for joining us. That was Donald Trump. Joining us live here on the Crusade Channel, Live Talk Radio, the way it should be. Um, we should get some reactions to the Trump interview, don't you think? Uh, it would be good to get Tony Blair's reaction. I would like to speak to the prime, the former prime minister. You know, we haven't heard from Tony Blair in a while. He's a posh British guy. He's very educated. He was the the secondary leader of the free world, sort of. He was the Bush lackey. He said that there were weapons of mass destruction. That wasn't true. Uh, Prime Minister Blair, thank you so much for joining us. What do you think about Trump's calling Nikki Haley weak? Hello, Mike. Thank you very much for having me on. My opinion of Donald Trump is, uh, well, you could say some people might find it controversial. Frankly... I find him to be rather uncouth. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. Is that an understatement? Is that a British way of saying that he grabs him by the? I don't have a beat button, so I had to beat myself. Mike, does anybody in in England grab anybody by the? You know what, Mike? In in England, we don't we don't touch each other. You know, it, it's <laughs> right. It's it's very hands off, uh, very professional. You know. Mm. Can I ask about one thing about British people that I've always wanted to ask somebody about? And you being the former prime minister, Prime Minister uh, Tony Blair, um, what's up with everybody's teeth over there? Do you just not do dental work or what's the what's the deal? You know, Mike, we 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 don't put any thought into it, to, to be totally honest with you. We find it to be unnecessary. The, the, a man's character is not uh, found in, in his in his mouth. It's it's found in his heart, in his mind, mm. in his contributions to society. Well, what about a woman with just like fangs? Do you find that attractive? Personally, fangs are not um, in my wheelhouse. But um, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so at, at the prime minister level, you would you would probably have some dental work done but i mean but for your the, the commoners then in england the, 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 why, why do they need it you know i mean we have a socialized healthcare system in the uk and you know we, we try to spend the money on things that are absolutely necessary and um, right like bringing in migrants like as many migrants as possible what do you think about the muslim takeover of london are you are you pro muslim takeover of london or are you are, are you do you think that Anglo-Saxons have a right to exist in England. The Anglo-Saxon is um, a thing of it. it I, I think it's fast becoming a thing of the past. Wow, aren't you appear to me? You're here in the studio. You look like an Anglo-Saxon to me. Do you you think yourself? You're dating yourself. You're carbon dating. You're saying that your half life is what five years, ten years? You'll be gone. The glorious future of the UK will be found in the migrant populations uh, that are bringing new life to the to the empire. Wow! And what do you think about the average IQ of these scholars coming in from 
Northern Africa and other places. Like these scholars that are coming, why are they bringing so much crime with them if they're if if they're so scholarly? The scholarly worth of the migrants is uh, on par, if not superior, to uh, any other group of demographic on the planet. And um, yes, I, I can see why you got along with George W. Bush so well. I mean, the, do, do you believe in borders at all? Bush and I were great, great friends, and yeah. borders are somewhat an arbitrary social construct. <laughs> an arbitrary social construct, you say? Okay, I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so, let's talk about Iraq. I'm sure lots of people ask you about Iraq, Tony, or Prime Minister. Excuse me. We're a little bit informal here in the States. I'm sure you've picked up on that, Tony. Uh, Tony Blair here joining us on the Crusade Channel Live Talk Radio the way it should be. Reacting to not only our interview just with uh, uh, DJT45, but also, look, you are well known to be the guy that said, yeah, there are weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. Was that a lie? I was making a comment based on information that I w had access to at the time. <laughs> and I honestly, I can't, I can't uh, make any comment on that at this time. Okay. So it was a lie. Call it what you will. I, I, I I'd like to call it a lie. I would prefer if you didn't. <laughs> I'm sure you would. I'm sure you would. Uh, as you looked at the United States, you know, you were around. Obama came to power. You met Obama, Barack Hussein Obama. Did he send a thrill up your leg the way he sent a thrill up of, uh, I don't know, Chris Matthews at Hardball on MSNBC, like his leg? Did he send a thrill up your leg? Thrills were felt. Um, in the lower extremities, yes. Yeah. Uh, did you ever share a limousine with him and do any cocaine and or fellatio, uh, which was apparently one of his Chicago activities? Limousines were shared as to the rest. Um, I, I, no, no. That, that's, honestly, Mike, I'm rather shocked at, at, that you would even suggest such a such a thing well okay let's talk about speaking of uh, shocking uh, uh suggestions can we talk about the royal family for a second what is your opinion about the new king is he a cokehead the new king is is um well he's part of the royal family yes he I'm sure he's doing the best he can with what he has. And that sounds uh, like a backhanded British, uh, 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 backhanded compliment. Do we call that a compliment? I, you could call it a compliment. Is that a velvet dagger that you just slid in between his ribs? Possibly. Uh, he's doing the best he can with what he has. Uh, he doesn't have a much life left in him because Elizabeth just would not die. What was it like being her prime minister? You know, she's rather she was rather inconsequential, in all honesty. Um, really, she was prime minister. I mean, she had Churchill as her prime minister. She presided over the end of the war of the World War. By the time I came into office. You know, she had an exceedingly long reign as queen, God rest her soul. And 
mainly was a ceremonial figure, sort of a sack of, you know, de- decrepit human flesh oh. by the time I came into office. Wow. Just a sack of decrepit human flesh, huh? That's strong words from the prime minister of, uh, well, former prime minister. Um, what do you think of Brexit? Brexit is obviously pretty controversial. Uh, you guys aren't really part of the EU anymore. I mean, you have like certain diplomatic ties and stuff, but you're back to the pound. You have your own currency. Um, do you think that that was like a momentary populist uprising? Do you think it has some staying power? Do you think that you're going to lose Northern Ireland anytime soon? What What are your thoughts on all this? Brexit to me is the consequence of far-right extremist activism. Mm. Uh, it's less our common economy in shambles. Mm-hmm. All of the subsidies, for instance, the farmers are suffering greatly due to Brexit. Um, they've lost all the amazing su- uh, you know, subsidies that we were able to get them in the, with the EU. Mm-hmm. And... Um, mm-hmm. Well, it, I mean, you are kind of like shutting down the farmers too, right? Like you're, 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 you're clamping down on their ability to produce meat because of carbon and that whole thing. You don't think that has a role in it? The government shutting down or taking away their nitrogen so they can't grow stuff. Well, they, they would be completely fine if only they had access to those fine subsidies. I see. And those subsidies went away because we, you, you left the EU. That's correct. I see. Uh, can I ask you about Bishop, your views on Bishop Williamson? He's one of your subjects in the in in the United Kingdom. He's rather outspoken, banned from traveling to many European countries for his controversial views on the mathematics and the physics, frankly, of uh, the six million. Williamson has been rather a bear under my saddle, under the nation's saddle, to put it to put it lightly. So, so you know who he is, then he's on your radar. He is on a radar. That yes. Mm. Wow! Breaking news confirmed here on the Crusade Channel for the first time. Tony Blair, former Prime Minister of Great Great Britain, uh, admitting that His Excellency Bishop Williamson is a burr underneath the saddle of the united kingdom and uh wow you heard it here first thank you so much for joining us here uh uh mr prime minister i'm sure you have world economic forum business to attend to definitely um yes we 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 have many things to attend to um, so I will be, I will be leaving you. Thank you. Well, it's speaking of the WEF, we have, we actually have, this is an action packed show star studded event. We have Klaus Schwab, the leader of the world economic forum, the German who seems to run the world, uh, with us. And we're going to be talking to him about the fourth industrial revolution, just after the break, don't go anywhere. This is Paratalk here on the Crusade Channel. Live talk radio the way it should be. Hey, I just met you. Heard you're a groomer. So here's your millstone. Good luck, loser. 
It's hard to look right when you're a pervert. So take your millstone. No kids will get hurt. That's me. Gotta get these fools into the bottom of the ocean. Down in the ocean. Alongside that Titan sub. Gotta get these guys down to the bottom of the ocean. Throw them in the ocean with that Titanic sub. Welcome back to the show. Today is the ni- 21st day of the ninth month of the year of our Lord 2023. You're listening to Paratalk here on the Crusade Channel. Live talk radio the way it should be. We've had a star-studded event today. We started the show with an interview with Donald J. Trump, the 45th president of the United States of America. Followed up with reaction, reaction by uh, his, I don't know what, his excellence, his grace, his 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 world economic forumness uh tony blair he was the prime minister of england he did admit that uh he's 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 tracking the movements of one catholic bishop his name is bishop williamson who's basically right on everything and speaking of the world economic forum welcome back to the show we now have with us the Second most hated German in the history of the Teuton people. And his name is Klaus Schwab. And I'm I'm trying to figure out if he's just misunderstood, if it's overblown. He is the founder, the leader of the World Economic Forum. Mr. Schwab, thank you so much for joining us. Hello, Mike. Thank you so much for having me on today. Um... No, I assure you, the pleasure is yours. So, um, Klaus Schwab, you founded the World Economic Forum. What are your goals with the WEF? What is your what is your intention with it? Well, we we really think that we have something uh, very good in in the WEF. Um, mm-hmm. We are we are going to make big changes in society. Yeah, structural changes. You talk about those all the time. Yes, very structural. Yes. Uh, so those changes include like eating bugs and living oh, in, living in pods. We 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 love the bugs. You love the bugs. We love and we think everyone else will love the bugs as well. You think they will? Yes. Uh, oh, it's yes. just a matter of adoption. Well, you see, when they have nothing else to eat, they will they will love the bugs. That's yes. true. Well, yeah. If if death or eating bugs, I guess that's a pretty easy choice, right? It it is a very easy choice. Man. I see. No. So what what's your what's your beef with beef? Beef. I think I, personally, I love I love the beef. I, you love the beef. I love the beef. Yes. Do you love all the meats? I, I love all the meats. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You look like you do. Uh, but why can't other people have the meats? Well, you see, too much of the meats is not good for. It's not good for the people. It is not good for the society. It is not good for the planet. I see. Because of the carbon? That is one of the reasons, yes. Is there some reason why we... I mean, is there is there any, like, natural mechanism to convert carbon into, uh, into oxygen? Is it, like, I don't know. I think I read... I, I'm, 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 this is a stretch here. Sixth grade science class. Trees. Don't the trees just convert it into... Into oxygen, we we currently we have top experts looking into that currently. You do. Uh, you also have top experts looking into how to uh, download the human brain into the metaverse. 
so that we can achieve digital uh, immortal life, you know, post-human type stuff. Do you think that's actually going to happen? Undoubtedly, it, uh, it is coming. It is not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. You're, um, you're not a spring chicken anymore, uh, Klaus Schwab, founder, leader of the World Economic Forum. You're not getting any younger. When do you plan to sort of like download your consciousness into, into the cloud? Is that happening soon? Is that scheduled or...? Not currently on the on the schedule, but it it once we have sufficient tests done, mm-hmm. yes. Okay, uh, you want people to live in pods and have the fifteen minute cities, own nothing, and be happy. Would you be happy owning nothing, Klaus Schwab? I so you see, Mike, I am one of those people that that owning owning things is not it it is not optional for me. You have to own it. Exactly. Yes. I see. Because of your because of your prestige and your power. Yeah. But most yeah. people, but most people don't get to own things. No, and we and we think that everyone. Th- th- no, you will be very happy. You will own nothing, and you you will be you will be very happy. What is, what is the source of my happiness going to be? What drug drug induced? That is one of the options we are looking into currently. Yeah. 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 So, pro, like Prozac for everybody, or would you put it in the water? We are currently examining the possibilities. So Alex Jones says you're making the frogs gay. Is he wrong? There have been some gay frogs. Yeah. Yeah. But but, but to be fair to you, Klaus Schwab, uh, frogs do kind of change gender. I mean, they're, they're a little bit, I mean, aren't they proof that they're, that gender is fluid? We, We think that we should be taking them as our example. The frogs. Yeah, as our goal, yes. Yeah. Well, they own nothing and they live on pods. They're very happy. Yes. They seem like they're happy. Very happy. Do you I hear see. them singing at night, Mike? This is a song of joy. It is a song of joy. Yeah. Uh, the, the, I hear the, 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 the croaking of the frogs. Now, in, in English, the word croak... You may not appreciate this. You're a German. In English, the word croak has a very negative connotation to it. The frog makes a sound called a croak... But also, if a human croaks, that means the human dies. You see, Mike, that is that is propaganda. That <laughs> is propaganda that has been spread in order to turn yeah. people away from what we should really be looking to as our as the ideal, which is the lifestyle of the frog. The lifestyle of the frog, exactly. which is to eat the bugs. Eat the bugs. The frogs eat the bugs. They they live on lily pads, which is almost like a pod. It is very similar to a pod. Very similar. In okay. fact, we have explored some open-air concepts. And the frogs do actually turn gay if you give them the, like enough uh, estrogenetic drugs. They are very happy to. They're happy to. And you like the gays. Oh, yes. We, we love the gays. The gays are the perfect citizen because they don't reproduce. Exactly. Exactly. They are more likely to be happy owning nothing because they have less, fewer needs. They have fewer needs, and they end up like using less carbon because they're not making babies. Exactly. So they're carbon neutral. Yeah, precisely, precisely. Okay. All right. I think I understand uh, your 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 take here. Now, what was your role, Klaus Schwab, leader of the World Economic Forum, joining us here on the Crusade Channel, Live Talk Radio, the way it should be? What is your role in the COVID lockdowns? Did you pre-plan COVID? Did you release it? Uh, I mean, like, were you involved in the research labs, the COVID research labs in Ukraine? 
tell us tell us the the, the real truth people want to know honestly mike i'm not sure what covid research labs you're talking about oh really the, the ones in ukraine the the ones that we funded fauci funded them in ukraine that's why putin went in to destroy them i I have not been made aware of any I see. research. So, so do you believe that COVID came from bat? Bat soup? COVID undoubtedly came from bats. I see. But not frogs. No, you see the frogs, the frogs are the ideal uh, specimen of, of nature and can, therefore can do no harm. But the bats tend to live in families. Yes, you see, the, the bats... The bats are very much not what we are what we are looking for, what we are trying to get. Because they because they can fly anywhere they want. They have freedom of movement. You're not you're not for freedom of movement. They, they are far too free, and yeah. they they take away the bugs from the frogs. Well, yeah, there's a competition for the bugs, and and we do not like competition. You don't like competition, but and especially for the bugs, but. They both eat bugs, so at least that's... Is that semi-redeeming for the bats or not really? The bats are eating the bugs out of a capitalist uh, motivation of greed. Ah, uh, yeah. There's a high, it's a, they, they think about margins and things on the bugs. Exactly. Okay. All right. I got it. Bats bad. Frogs good. World Economic Forum founder, president, co-founder, uh, world global villain... Um, Klaus Schwab joining us. Thank you so much. I, I appreciate, you know, look, it took a lot of courage for you to come on this show. Obviously, this is not a friendly environment, but I think the interview was pretty good. I, I would just like to close in by, by reiterating, uh, you will eat the bugs, uh-huh. you will live in the pots, uh-huh. you you will own nothing, right? and you will be very happy. Be ha- Four tenets of the, of the World Economic Forum. Yeah. Eat the bugs, live in the pod, own nothing, be happy. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And and what happens to you if you if you oppose any of those things? Like what? Like what happens to you? Well, Frank, honestly, you just lose your your position in line to have your consciousness downloaded, and oh. may in fact be uh, lost. Oh, in so you delete the file. I. Delete is one is a very strong word. Oh, just just misplaced. Misplaced. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. So le- you you lose your transhumanist rights um, and possibly your human rights too. I mean, but you didn't have to say that. We all know that. Yeah. Yeah. He's 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 nodding his head. Uh, Klaus Schwab joining us from. I don't even know where you live. Do you live in Frankfurt? Do you live in? I don't even know where you live. You you don't have to tell us. You're kind of a global citizen. I mean, borders. I'm a citizen of the world, Mike. Yeah, okay. and and my my location is undisclosed. Yeah, it, and it would be it would have to be because if people knew that what you stood for, I don't think they would like that very much. I think they would like it very much. Okay. All right. Well, we'll just have to disagree to disagree. <laughs> Klaus Schwab, thank you so much for joining us. That was that was interesting, ladies and gentlemen. We've had a star-studded affair. I wonder if you know. Constantly, we are we heard about this pivot to China. 
we've talked about the Mideast. We've talked about the weapons of mass destruction. We've talked about, uh, you know, with, with uh, Prime Minister Tony Blair, the fake weapons of mass destruction. The war in the Ukraine, okay, got it. But what about the pivot to Asia? The last four administrations have been pivoting to Asia. We have a whole policy there where we're trying to deter the Chinese. We've got the Indian Prime Minister Modi, who is saying that there's, you know, that, that there are extremists in Canada. He probably is behind an assassination of a uh, uh, of a separatist leader in Canada, uh, a, a, a an Indian separatist leader. I just wonder if we could. I'm looking in my Rolodex here. Can I call someone from Korea? Can I call someone from China? Can I can I get Oh my gosh. Can I get Chi Chi Ping? Can I get President Ping? Hello? Oh my god. Okay. Hello? Hello? This is All right. I now I know for sure that the FBI Mr. Mr. President, I thank you so much for joining us Chi Chi Ping from from Beijing. Hello? Hello, Mike. This is Xi Jinping from Beijing. Uh, thank you for joining us, uh, Mr. Ping. Uh, so you've heard a lot. I don't know. Did you hear the whole show? Did you hear the interview with Trump? Oh, uh, what did you think of Trump when he when you met him? He's very much taller than you. We don't we don't like him. We don't like him. You you know like him? No 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 no. Why why know you like him? Uh, Donald, Donald Trump, very bad. He's very bad man. I see. Um, okay. What is your business relationship with, I don't know, Hunter Biden? Hunter, Hunter Biden? Mm-hmm. Hunter Biden. Yeah, the son, the son of the president of the United States. No, no, no connection. You have no connection. Really? No, 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 no. Okay. All right. Mr. Ping, uh, did you shoot down your own balloon? Did you send that balloon across the United States of America? No balloons. You don't have any balloons? No, no balloons. What no. were you what were you looking for? You sent it right over my house. Like literally I saw it from my house. Why was the balloon floating over my house? Is it because of the radio show? In in China, we have no balloons. No balloons in China. I I know, but we're talking about a balloon in the states. In states? Yes, the the USA. You know, no balloons in USA. Okay, all right. So you're denying the existence of balloons. What about the missing F thirty five aircraft? Uh, did you happen to I don't know reprogram it, steal it, uh, put it on autopilot to China? Did it crash land in Beijing? Do you have our F thirty five? Have you have you seen it? It's gone missing. We're looking for it. F F thirty five. Yeah, it's no. a it's a stealth aircraft. Um, it's something. It's like some technology that you've already stolen most of, but you would like to get your hands on the whole thing. Did you Did you take it? In China, we do not. We don't know F thirty five. No, we don't take. We do not know. Okay. All right. China so, is great. China is great. Okay. Um. I'm just wondering if. Do you plan to like short our currency anytime soon? You're you're one of the biggest holders of our debt. 
If you call the debt, that would be really bad for us. Is that your plan? Are you just going to wage economic war on us, or are you going to hack us as well? I, I have to go. You have to go. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Yep. I understand. All right. Well, the communist leader of uh, China, Xi Jinping, he was here for a second, answered no questions, and just as quickly as he was here, he was gone. Um. Well, hey, you know, at least we booked him. Okay. At least that was that one was a big question mark. I didn't know if that was going to happen until it did happen. Uh, very surprised that it did. But then again, look, we already had Trump on. We've had Tony Blair on. We've had Klaus Schwab on. Uh, why don't we go out to the audience, the live audience? We got a, a couple minutes left here in the program. Who do you want to hear from? I feel like we need to hear from Senator Lindsey Graham. You know, Senator Lindsey Graham was one of the big proponents of this war in the Ukraine. I mean, he's he's the one who said the best money we can spend is killing Russians. And he laughed about it very like very sinister laugh when he was sitting across from Vladimir Zelensky, the Jewish actor. And um, I would, you know, look, if I could get Graham on, I looks like we're, we're calling him right now. Producers are trying to book Lindsey Graham. If I could get Lindsey Graham on the program, I, I would ask him about that. I would ask him about some aspects of his personal life as well. I don't know if he's planning on running for re-election again. He's not getting any younger. He's never been married. That's suspect in itself. It looks like we booked him. He's dialing in right now. I don't blame him. He probably, uh, look, he was very pro-Trump at one point. I don't know if he's going to be campaigning with Trump. We, these are questions. Uh, Senator Lindsey Graham joins the program here on the Crusade Channel, Live Talk Radio, the way it should be. Lindsey Graham, welcome to the show, sir. How are you, Senator? Hi, Mike. Thanks for having me on your show. Well, thanks for joining us, Senator Graham. So I got to play this historical clip. This is very controversial. You were with uh, Zelensky in Ukraine, and you said the following. Free or die. Free or die. Now you are free. Yes. And we will be. And the Russians are dying. It's the best money we've ever spent. Now, you have like a short, sort of a shit-eating grin on your face when you say that, and you say this is the best money we've ever spent killing Russians. Uh, did, did you feel like that was kind of a callous move on your part or was that just, were you playing for the cameras? I need to know. You know, I was, I was trying to cater to our, to our, our Ukrainian friends. Yeah. Um, but he's not smiling when you say that though, all all things being equal, the the Russians are a bunch of worthless commie back, commie bastards. Yeah, I know. I get it. You're still stuck in the 1980s. The 1980s called, and they want their foreign policy back, Senator Graham. Don't you think that we've moved on from that just a little bit? I think the 80s were our golden age. Mm-hmm. And uh, what were you doing in the 80s? I mean, like besides other men. Well, I I don't know exactly what you mean by that. Well, but, you're but, not married. You're old, and you're kind of lispy. You know, I, Mike, I've put a lot of time into my career, and I've yeah. I really I've focused on my constituents. You could say I'm married to my constituency. Yeah, which means you're married to a bunch of dudes. You, you've been a senator for a long time uh, from the great state of South Carolina. 
one of the longer serving senators in a while. You were good friends with John McCain. You were part of the gang of eight trying to open the borders. Uh, you were very much a, you're, you're a war hawk. You want to bomb Iran, bomb Iraq, bomb Afghanistan, bomb Libya. You want to bomb anybody, right? You love Israel. Um, is there anybody that you don't really want? I mean, now you want to bomb Putin. Is there anybody that you don't want to bomb right now? I mean, bombing is a great solution to many to many problems, Mike. It, is it? It's kind of an umbrella solution. Mm-hmm. You know, when when you can't think of a solution to your problem, uh, bombing bombing kind of, kind of comes to mind as an yeah. easy an easy fix. It's like the hitting the easy button. Exactly. So, uh, would you bomb Mexico? If Mexico called for being bombed, I'm sure that we would, you know, we could look into that. Okay. Like, if they got anti-Semitic enough, would you bomb them? Oh, yeah. I mean, anti-Semitism is unacceptable. Uh-huh. And, and really, the only solution to anti-Semitism is, is bombing. Really? Wow. So I you mean, would... you see what we did to the Germans in World War II? We did that to them. I mean, yeah. you know, bombing. I mean, it fixed the problem. Yeah. We, Carpet we... bombing. Yeah. Hamburg, Dresden. Some of our finest work. Some of our finest work, you say. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Uh, what about Africa? Is there anybody in Africa that you, like, would or wouldn't want to bomb? Well, I think I think the uh, I think the South Africans are doing a doing a bang up job, uh, you know, get, creating a, their own grassroots democracy. Yeah, the, um, the liberation it, mo- movement. So they're killing all the white people, and you're okay with that? I I mean, you know, what the people want, the people get. Yeah, I'm, well, it is eighty percent or ninety percent black. So I mean, I guess I guess if you're ninety percent black, you can kill ten percent white. Like like I said, it's it's a grassroots democracy movement. Uh huh. Right. Okay. Democracy is good in all cases. In in every case, Mac. Okay. And so democracy is spread by the bomb. The bomb is the greatest uh, tool of democracy. It's uh, the bomb is the greatest tool. Okay. The bomb is the greatest tool of democracy. And this is something obviously that Vladimir Zelensky understands. He's suspending elections, which means that he's suspending democracy. But that's only because there are lots of bombs going off in his country, right? So that's okay. I mean, in in, in democracy, when when bombs are involved, uh huh, elections are kind of they take second second place. I you see. Can kind of put the them on the back burner. So they're like optional. That's that's a good word for it. Yeah, the elections are optional in a democracy because democracy is a superior form of government. Exactly, and 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 when there's a bomb bombs mm-hmm. involved, you know, like I said. Bombs in a democracy. Bombs are honestly more important than elections. So you said the Russians are dying is the best money we've ever spent. But I expect in the coming days and weeks <coughs> for the Ukrainian counteroffensive to yield results. All right. So you said that uh, May twenty eighth, twenty twenty three, in the coming days and weeks. Now we're days and weeks later. We're months later. Uh, the Ukrainians are losing. Were you wrong? Uh, you know, Mike, I think the Ukrainians are holding, holding their ground. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and based on what? How do you base that theory? Well, the war is still going. Okay, so the fact that they're still fighting means that they're winning? I mean, Mike, we, we fought in Afghanistan for a long time. We did. Did we win that one or no? I'm, I'm confused on that. Seems like we left. 
I think it was a strategic removal. Strategic withdrawal? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. All right, Senator Lindsey Grant, are you going to support Trump again? Uh, Donald Trump it does not have my support. Yeah. Moving forward. I didn't think so. Is that, That's because he didn't bomb anyone when he was president. Were you surprised by that? You know, we all had high hopes. That he would bomb somebody? For the bomb. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he didn't come through on that one for us, so... But uh, he did come through on the federal judiciary, and you played a key role in that. So congratulations to you. Should you pat yourself on the back for getting Roe v. Wade overturned? I mean, you did get uh, Kavanaugh into the white into the uh, uh, Supreme Court, yeah. You, you know, you stood for Kavanaugh. You know, I think that was a an oversight on the part of the d- judiciary, and uh, we're we're looking to uh, you know. Want to bring it back into a moderate? See what we can do about that. As, I see. As far as legislation, do you think that? Um, do you think that your colleague, Senator Tim Scott, also from the great state of South Carolina, do you think he has any chance whatsoever of defeating Donald Trump in the primary? I think that anybody has a better chance than Trump because we all know who the people really support. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if worse comes to worse, we always have bombs. Right. Okay, so you're saying if if you can't beat him, bomb him. Exactly. Exactly. Is is that the motto of democracy generally, if you can't beat him, bomb him? Like like I said, Mike, the bomb is really, um, it's really the finest tool in the toolkit. Right. Senator Lindsey Graham... I, last but certainly not least to join the program, it is an honor, sir, that you would join. Thank you, Mac. The, the 10 a.m. Central Standard Time. I mean, it is it has been action-packed, ladies and gentlemen. This is Paratalk here on the Crusade Channel. You've heard from Trump. You've heard from Tony Blair. You've heard from Klaus Schwab. You heard from Xi Jinping. And finally, we we gave you your nightcap. With Senator Lindsey Graham, we had straight men and gay men on this show. Thank you so much for listening. God bless you. We'll talk to you tomorrow. This is Parrot Talk. Brought to you by Restoring the Faith Media. Restoringthefaith.com.